Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy whose name is John Wayne, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am. I'm back in Wayne Manor in the West Wing in Studio Evil, where all the evil things are happening. I've got a big, nice, green, green, magically green, delicious bowl of Grandpappy's medicine right here by me, my boys and girls. Uh, big, big heaping, uh, Big heaping bowl. It looks beautiful. It's like green, just a be- most beautiful color of green with little purples sprinkled in there. It's just wonderful. Um, that and I have my coffee uh, ready to go. I am here. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Um, if you're new, if I just met you at a convention, you're just checking out the, the show for the first time, thank you for uh, checking it out. I appreciate you so much. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, thank you for the support. Everybody else that's always here, I love you so much. Thanks for checking out the show uh, for another week. So, um, shouts out go, first of all, let me, to my Patreon people. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for the support. Again, it's been a, a huge help um, as I've been barreling through these weeks of travel and um I, uh, and the, that and the people, a lot of people are ordering books off the website and stuff like that's great. All of that is helping me immensely and I appreciate it so, so much. Uh, if you don't know, I do have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and you can join any of the tiers. You get stuff with all of them, but every single tier does give you access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which is, uh, where I talk to artists of all kinds that I meet across the country and the world even, and uh, we talk about very cool things. And um, yeah, so every access, even just the $1 a month, $1 beer club uh, gets you access to that show. And it puts a, a little change in my pocket as I'm going from place to place. So please, please check out my Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. So moving along, along from that, um, up top. So I'm supposed to be, if you're listening to the show, if you've listened to the show before, you know, uh, I'm, I'm on the road right now, especially this whole last part of the year has been uh, a lot of travel and a lot of stuff. And I'm supposed to be at this very moment that I'm recording this in Hampton, Virginia at the Haunted Screams uh, Expo, Horror Expo convention. But I, uh, I, I, of course, am not there. I'm here in Wayne Manor um, because I had to cancel that appearance. Uh, and I want to say thank you to all the people that reached out to me like uh, uh, through social media uh, when I posted about it, it, uh, it, it it's it's uh, it, I'm not sick. It's not me. It's due to like due to like just being exposed to s- stuff and then uh, not wanting to bring it to somewhere else. So I'm vaccinated. I'm fine. But it's just uh, it's just one of those things. And that's a hard uh, decision to make um, for, you know, but for the best of other people, it was the, it was the right one for me to to go ahead and make. So I am sorry that I didn't get out to Hampton, Virginia this weekend. I, I will be back. Um, you know, I'll sign up. I'm going to get on for the next, next year's haunted screams. Hopefully I'll be there, uh, without any kind of issues, but, um, unless something else crazy happens, I will be in Maryland next weekend, uh, at, uh, ha- uh oh, monster mad, uh, monster mania is what this one is. Yeah. Um, I will be there the, the 24th through the 26th of September here coming up, uh, with, uh, uh, our good friend and, and, and fellow good guy all around. Wesley Southward will be there with me. Wesley, uh, of course, two-time Splatterpunk award-winning author, sharing his coming down from his cloud to share his table with me. I appreciate it so much. Uh, it's going to be um, it's going to be a great time. I'm stoked to be up there. So um, again, sorry, I, I had to cancel Virginia. I had to cancel Hampton, but you know, it's uh, it was just for the best. And 
and that's it. And again, I'm fine. Nothing is wrong with me. I'm not sick. I'm not uh, having any issues. So just a precautionary thing. But I will be back. I will be in Maryland and I will be finishing out all of my dates for the rest of the year unless something crazy happens, like I said. Uh, But nothing will stop me from coming to your city and slinging books. Um, Yeah. So with that being said, like this is it's a. a weird weekend just because I'm I'm home, you know, I'm supposed to be somewhere. So it's not like, so my mind was already ready to go somewhere. I'm already in like that mode. Um, I've been somewhere every week for the last four or five weeks in a row. And then before that, it was every other week I was somewhere. But now like, you know, the schedule's full now. We're done for the year. We're just going, going from week to week. And uh, so knowing like that I was supposed to be somewhere, you know, you're ment- mentally prepared for that, you know, physically as well. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, you're done, you know. Um, you know, it's, it, it all of a sudden doesn't happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm all prepared for that. And then it's like, no, it's no, you have nothing. And, uh, it's kind of like disarming a little bit. It's kind of, and it's, it's not like, um, you'd think you'd be like, oh, who little break. I take a little break. Okay. I, I'll enjoy that. Maybe that's how I should, um, be <clears throat> and it sh- and should do that. But it's always hard for me, um, especially to when I have to cancel something, cancel like, um, you know, a, a, an event that I'm a part of, a performance, uh, an appearance, whatever it may be, I that always sticks in my craw a little bit. You know, even when things can't be helped, it's just uh, I get little riled up it with myself about it. So it's just like uh, that, and, and you know, just being here, like all of a sudden I have this open weekend. So uh, you know, I've taken advantage of it. I'm, I'm I did uh, not really relax, but I did drink a lot of beers uh, yesterday and hang and hanged out, hung out with some folks. Um, kind of check, took it easy. I'm, I'm going to watch some football today, I believe, uh, the old football teams on and, um, relax some as well, because there's definitely not another Sunday coming up that I'll be able to sit down and watch a lot of football ever for the rest of this uh, year. But who cares? I'm going to, I'm relaxing. But again, it is that kind of stuff is hard for me, man. You know, I like to meet my commitments. I don't want to be disappoint or let anybody down or not fulfill my obligations, all of that kind of stuff. It really always, um, just kind of messes with me a little bit, but that's how it is. So, you know, this week I, uh, I did get some, uh, another narration knocked out. I narrated, uh, the woman shrouded in flies, which is a novelette by Nicholas Gray. My man shouts out, dude, thanks for letting me do that. Uh, should, uh, again, that, you know, should be approved here soon and be up, up, uh, to, order and have available. And I certainly will uh, let you know about all of that uh, when it comes up. So that was fun to do. And then I've just been drawing my ass off t- to get these tarot cards done. Uh, it's it's nearing the end. And, and um, you know, it's uh, I'm excited to have it done. Like I said, I've got a lot of gotten a lot of interest uh, lately, especially the last couple stops, more so in the tarot in my tarot stuff than than normal at these at the conventions. It seems like it's, you know, people are getting more interested in it now. And it's building some momentum and I'm really excited to get those cards out there and, uh, and share all the art, the, the art that I've been working on with everyone. Cause it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. So outside of that, I've just really, I don't know, trying to relax because I have the weekend off, but at the same time in my mind, I'm like, Oh yeah, should it be, should be doing your thing. But what are you going to do? I'm, you know, it's, uh, Nothing I can do about it now or or at all. So I'm just going to enjoy the rest of these uh, few days before I hit the road to go uh, to Maryland and be gone for a couple more weeks. Uh, but yeah, so it's been going well. I'm enjoying my time here at the Wayne Manor. Got I got a bunch of podcasts recorded this weekend. Um, 
it, it was uh that was cool so you know which i mentioned earlier the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast so those are the podcasts that i um get with the people and and i i got a lot of those knocked out talked to some very very cool people all week and i'm excited for for those to come up um and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh later but um yeah, that and since we're talking about tarot, I I think we should just get right into our our three card tarot reading of the day here. Um, as you know or do not know, if you're new, I do a three card tarot reading on myself at the beginning of every episode and just kind of r- write down my thoughts, what I'm thinking about, and try to get a fresh fresh perspective or look at things new um, in a new way through the, the prism of the cards, if you will. So this week, uh, you know, I'm. <clears throat> Like I said, I'm a little listless. I'm, you know, sitting around like, ah, you know, kind of feeling weird and you know, wanting, but trying to use my time well, but also not. So all those things, things are in my mind of like, of course, ultra focused. Just keep myself focused. Don't let other things pull me off of my focus, such as outside influences, other people. Um, you know, what people want or expect me to do or want me to do like, like just let all that go. I need to make sure I'm focused on my path and my thing and keeping my whole keeping the whole John Wayne train together on the tracks as it as it continues to gain momentum and plow through mountains and rivers and such. Uh so it's a lot of a lot of focus a lot of uh is what I'm kind of focused focusing. It's what I'm concentrating on right now. And you know, of course balance within that focus. Um which is important. Like I said, that's always something we need to be working on, uh, especially with me just being all over the place lately. I, I do feel mildly, mildly out of balance with some things. So I, I uh, put that down on my, my notes for today. So anyway, moving on, let's see what we got today. So the first card uh, that I got today was the 10 of wands. And this is in the upright position. All three cards are in the upright position today. Uh, go ahead and let you know that up top. So the ten of wands with in this in this card, uh, there's a person who's you know carrying ten wands. Um, you know, and it, it looks like they are definitely you know it is a lot to carry, but they're doing it. You know, they are you know doing using some exertion. It looks like so. Anyway, <clears throat> when we have this card uh, come up, it's telling us you know that what what's happening is we may have been taking on extra work lately an extra load an extra burden of some kind um recently that that is just it's a it's a a noticeable amount of extra work that we're having to put into something and then that we are putting in now with this card it's not um you know we it's a it's a temporary thing like what we've taken on is something we've done knowingly because we know that it's the it is what's going to help us on our uh, towards our goal or on our path, you know, but <clears throat> we we also have the understanding that it is uh, f- finite. You know, it's it's a, a it's going to be over soon. We'd, we'd have to just work harder for a, a short amount of time or a long amount of time. But it's a time span that that you know is going to end. That's why we're willing to do that work. That's why we're willing to take on the extra right now because we know that it's going to. Uh, really pay off for us, but we also know that it's not ongoing. You know, we're gonna do this work, and and then we'll be back to to normal. Hope you know, hopefully, we're back to our usual workload. Um, but uh, that that's one way that happens. You know, to look at it, um, 
you know, just taking on extra stuff, just being, you know, overworked a little bit, but knowing that it's the right thing to do right now. Now, another way that this can kind of come in is when like, you know, if we're taking on, you know, extra stuff, like you said, these extra things we're taking on, they are weighing us down a little bit. We are, even though, you know, knowing with all that it's temporary, it's all this, it's still moving us towards the, the uh, point of being burned out. You know, even though we know it's going to end, it it can really wear you down if we are not, you know, taking the time to to, to reorganize everything that that we're doing. And again, when when I'm talking about these cards, guys, for anybody new, I'm trying to make this, uh, you know, as general to apply to to everybody. But I I am inserting like my experiences in this. So, you know, it's uh, when I say you, I I really mean the royal you or myself, you know. So anyway, uh so with this card also it asks it calls for us to take a look at that step back look at our life look at the life's our lifestyle look at look at how we're our, we're organizing our work look at how we're uh, organizing our time and managing our time look at all of these things and prioritize <clears throat> um it, it, there may need to be a reprioritization uh to things and that could be what helps alleviate some of this work or this extra uh you know thing that responsibility or whatever it may that be that you've taken on it, it could be as easy as that and it just takes the time of looking at it and stepping back and you know maybe making a list or a chart or however you have to do it look you know to to reformulate how you are doing all of this you know and and i think that is something we don't take i i i it makes sense to read it and like and you're like oh okay yeah that makes sense to you know when someone says that but in the moment you're you're going you're blowing and going and maybe sometimes the last thing you want to do is stop and step back and try to redo everything cuz you're just trying to blow to the end like i'm going to just finish this fucking shit out and then that's it and at the risk of burning yourself out or uh you know, uh, killing your joy that goes with the project or whatever it is you're doing. So it, it oftentimes, this is just reminding us that the, oftentimes that's what it needs. You know, take a step back, realize that we did take this on as a temporary thing. It's going to end. It's going to help us move forward. But uh, it, it might be that we don't have things lined up right in our life uh as far as this goes we we need to reprioritize we need to change things up a little bit and uh and i think through that we'll find a a, hopefully a better way uh to to do this extra work for the short amount of time without uh completely like wrecking ourselves over um you know health wise you know energy wise all that kind of stuff so um yeah so next card i got the page of page the page of pentacles so we know pentacles that's uh finances that's you know material things the pages represent the beginning of something the start of an idea and this is no exception so <clears throat> when this page comes up it actually is it, it's also showing that we are coming to um a, a different awareness of of uh the value of things like our money our possessions our time uh, the importance of our our physical health and our mental health, all of these things. While you know, not to say that we didn't view them as important before or have, but but now we're having this uh, different kind of maybe more sharpened awareness of these things and how they uh, 
how maybe they affect you in a long-term sense. So, you know, so this is like, you're having this realization and, or, or not realization, but or coming to this conclusion now and, and changing your, the way you think about these things. And when, so now with this page, you know, the beginning of, um, finding a way to manifest like what your dream is or your goal is now in your mind, like that seed, you know, something, something new to start like that, that is, that is going to be what you are, uh, pursuing in your life, like your job or your career, your career, your, your, you know, passion dream, whatever it is you're trying to, to do out and put out there. It's, it's, you're approaching it from a real sense. This is how I'm going to do this for my job, my business. I, I understand these things better. I have a better grasp on how money it works or how business works or how I can do this. I, I, I have that now and I want to move forward with that. So this is where that beginning of that focus is coming. You know, um, you, you have, uh, you want to move forward with like intent in your actions. So you're all planning that this is not, you're not starting right now. This, this, this card is not like, uh, <clears throat> and go, uh, this is very, very much calling to put all, start getting the pieces in place, you know, start putting together the plan right now. You have the, the drive for it, the spark for it. You, like I said, the focus on things that go along with that is changing, uh, in within you and you view them differently and, uh, are more aware of their, of the repercussions, uh, of these things. And, uh, so that's where you're at and we're just putting it together. We're just putting a new plan together. And like if you look back to if you go back to the 10 of wands with um you know taking a step back and trying to reorganize uh our our life so the work we're doing is is not as uh detrimental to us. It's like you know same things right here. You know we're coming we we're becoming aware of this maybe because of the extra stuff that we're doing and you know you, you look at this and Sometimes and you step back and you're like, well, I could work a lot smarter. Like I know there's a, that's a cliche, work smarter, not harder, but that's like true. So, you know, this all folds right into this, you know, we have this awareness. So let's step back and let's get a plan together before we burn ourselves out, before we fucking, you know, uh, you know, just get complete, lose all of our joy for whatever it is we're doing and, you know, reassess. We've got whatever new knowledge that we need to apply to uh, the path that we've put together right now. So, uh, so yeah, again, I mean, this, that falls right in line, uh, with the last card. And <clears throat> speaking of last card, our last card that we have for today is one that is not, a uh, people like very much. Um, it's the tower. That's right, folks, the tower and it's upright, um, <clears throat> the upright tower. So the tower card is uh, the the picture is um, you know the titular tower is in it. It's being struck by lightning and then burning flames are coming out of the windows and there's two people who have jumped out and are plummeting down, um, you know, uh, apparently to their death. I don't know. They're falling out of the window. Maybe they're not dying, but they're you know it. Nothing about this card looks like a good like a good stuff's ha- happening, right? And and like while it's not, it it, it still is. So when we get the tower, it's change. It's like unexpected change. It's uh, complete. It's not like um, you know, like oh, not change. Like oh, our office is now moved to uh this part of town. So no, it's it's like a complete chaos, upheaval of your life, change, unexpected, um, <clears throat> chaos. 
it's it's something that's going to create uh, some form of chaos in your life. It's it's going to throw everything off, and there's nothing we can do about it but you know face it. Right? It's change. It's going to affect us on a lot of levels. Um, like I said, it's a it's a big change. Nothing we can do to to, to rectify that right now. But it like it, it is something that is here to it's going to be for our good. And it, it's something we don't often see in the moment or even it takes a long time down the road to see. But it's something where you're like, OK, that was I, I'm glad that did happen. I needed that, you know. It's uh, it's this destruction sometimes that we just have to break ourselves all the way down, um, and and start from the beginning, uh, to to really get on the right track, um, you know, that's just how it is sometimes. It's like writing a bunch of you know, a bunch of fucking pages of a novel and throwing it all away because you decide it's not good or you know it's not as good as it can be or you're just done with it, um like that but 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 much more much more life uh, affecting so you know the thing is this is also saying like it's showing us that you know you can't i talk about having a good foundation all the time this is one of those things that's that's uh saying like hey oh by the way if you did take a bunch of shortcuts and this thing that you're doing is based built on this like uh faux shaky unreal foundation that you've concocted then you're, the, the whole thing is definitely coming down. And that's that's what the change may be centered around. So look at that. Um, but it's also but it also speaks to, you know, if we have if we have that foundation, the whole tower can come down, yes, but it's not going to be as hard for us to rebuild it if we if we at least have our foundation down there of, you know, where we want to go, what we want to do, how we can do it, put put the work in. We've, you know, uh, worked hard to, you know, uh, strengthen our craft, all that, all those things, all of that's got to be in the foundation and, you know, hardworking and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but sometimes, you know, maybe we need to change our whole core belief systems and, you know, realize that we were thinking a certain way that was wrong, whatever it is, this is all happening in, in this card. Like you just have to get ready for something to, to shake up your life. Um, and then, be ready, be and be open to learn what what the lesson is, I guess, and to learn from it and to grow uh, as hard as it may be to to deal with whatever it is. It is always for the best in the long run, even though that's harder to see a lot of times. But it's it's just how it is. So, uh, so yeah. So you know, ten with ten of wands, we got this. You know, we talk about taking on too much work, um, you know, knowing that it's temporary just to, to get us ahead, that kind of thing, but how that can take it out of you unless we restructure how we do it and go right into the page of pentacles where we become more aware of our of our money and our, our health, uh, both mental and physical, and um, and we therefore are going to, you know, put more um, focused around that and then reformulate our maybe business plan or career path or something. So, like, that falls right in line with that. And then... I hope we're ready, and I hope that we have uh, have done that per- that prep and everything, because then the tower is going to come and fuck us all up. Uh, but it's uh, we have that foundation, so we will be able to 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 draw it back again and uh, draw it to build it back again, and and we'll be better for it. So, you know, that was a you know kind of a tough reading, but a good one nonetheless. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Uh, thank you so much. Um, 
Like I said, if you are in a tarot, as I said earlier, I'm drawing a tarot deck right now, and it should be out soon. So uh, follow me you know, on my social medias and stuff to stay up to date with that. Uh, JohnWayneIsDead.com, of course, you can get all of your uh, John Wayne wants, needs, desires, uh, all that kind of stuff right there. And, um, and I'll keep you up to date on the deck. Now, uh, before we move along, I want to play, like I played this last week. Uh, I'm going to, I want to play this again. These, uh, these are my homies from, uh, microphones and monsters podcast. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, we got, we're trading like some ads back and forth to help promote each other's shows. And these guys are very cool. This is a uh, Cthulhu based uh like uh, rpg like D uh show podcast yeah I, i'm explaining this really fucking well um no but they it's all fully produced they do voices and, and all kinds of stuff that that as they're doing the games and the campaigns very very fun so please check it out um let's like uh listen give a little listen to my buddies here Microphones and Monsters is a Cthulhu D&D actual play with a balance of horror, mystery, and comedy. Our story begins in a 1920s Magitek Noir setting. We follow the story of Alistair. That power is very much something that I need, and I don't want that to stop. Victor. I don't think I want to help you. And Julian. It's burning. What happened here can't see the light of day. As they come face to face with Eldritch Horrors. <laughs> I don't think you could ever stop me. And try not to fall into madness. Go to microphonesandmonsters.com or listen wherever podcasts are found. Also, thanks for that, guys. Check them out, please, Microphones and Monsters. Um, moving right along, earlier I was talking about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast on my Patreon. And um, what I like to do here is uh, drop a little bit, uh, give you a little taste of the episode that's coming out this week. And... Uh, Give you a chance to meet my guest for the week, get, get get to know a little bit about them, and you know, hopefully, you jump over to the the Patreon and sign up and listen to the rest of the episode and all the back episodes. But uh, at the very least, hopefully, you'll check out my guest and what they're doing. This week, uh, I talked to a, a new friend of mine who I met uh, recently in Charlotte, but uh, we become fast friends, of course. His name is Andy Smith. He just does a show called the Andy Smith Horror Show. It is uh, on a that is his YouTube channel as well. Um, I actually was just on the show um, the that went up there. I put put the link out this morning. But um, yeah, we talked a few days before that, um, and it was a good time. And I'm gonna let you hear a little bit of it here and get to know uh, my man Andy and the Andy Smith Horror Show. With the toys and and the collectibles, how does that how do you do that through your channel that you have? On a lot of the times I just do unboxings and like preview videos like NECA NECA's doing so much shit right now, man. They just yeah. released. Well, they they just did a preview on a Pennywise figure. That's like all the faces of Pennywise. And that one's badass. It looks fucking amazing. And yeah. I'll do a lot of previews, but then I'll do the unboxings too, and just, you know, do a review on them. Are, are you like you're unboxing them live or do you practice the unboxing before you do it? Yeah, I'll do like a pre-recorded. And see, that's what kills me sometimes. I would have more content up, but I, I'll sit here and like finic- be so finicky about it and start editing all this shit. And I'm like, dude, I'll watch somebody else's channel and they do it all in one take. But here I am like trying to perfect the fucking craft of it for no reason. I don't know why, oh, but dude. but people like it, though. That's that that's good. But then I would also say, like, don't don't sweat it too much. Like, just, uh, you know, what do they say? Let it go. Let it go. Like frozen. <laughs> um, that's exactly. No, you're right, though. You're right. But it's there's easy to overthink ways. it. 
oh, dude, it's I overthink everything. Like, I it's it, it's easier said than done to to say like, don't overthink it. Like, yeah, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, sure, sure, dude. Thank you. But like, um, yeah, I'm like, you're doing your thing. Like, I'm not. Uh, but I, I like both of the ones. Like the ones that are cut and they do it but the ones that are like totally candid and they're like well what the fuck like something fucks up and yeah those like, are so fun <laughs> shit. oh my god there's a crease in this fuck you like yeah um so so when did you start doing this on that channel when did you start your channel dude no shit so i can honestly say before i even say when i started it i was wanting to do youtube for so fucking long probably for like five or six years it's been on my mind and again that's overthinking it right there but i started George, like george has three, been on my mind yeah, <laughs> it actually is on my mind too. But it's probably about three or four months ago, man. Nice, dude. So this is the excellent time to, for everyone to jump on. Yeah, the, yeah. What? So what's the channel then? Drop the fucking name. Did I say oh, it? Andy, Andy Smith Horror. Andy Smith Horror. Yep. On YouTube. Cool. Yep. Um, that's awesome, dude. So you're getting it started now, and uh, that's excellent. Starting is always amazing. And, and see, another we, thing I really like is like the uh doing interviews with people that's that's really where i'm heading towards this because i just did lisa wilcox that's the first like uh that's one right I did. tell me yes. about it we were talking a little bit about that who is lisa wilcox tell me how that'll happen oh my god so you know you'll know who lisa wilcox is when i say it you know alice johnson from a nightmare on elm street part four and five she's mm -hmm. like the main character uh so that's that's who lisa wilcox is she played her and so i ended up just reaching out to Eight, her on four and five yeah yeah nice yeah then she's a uh, dude. She's a fucking awesome man. She's she's so cool. I ended up just reaching out to her on Instagram and everything, and uh, she agreed to an interview. And I was like, holy shit! I got so nervous to do it, man. But I like scripted the whole thing out, and I'm like, but that's that's how I wanted to do it. Now I have like, especially after going to this convention, I have like four or five more confirmed with with the nun, Bonnie Aarons. Hopefully this weekend, Nick Castle's gonna happen at the convention. We kind of talked about doing something at, at the convention for like 15 minutes or so. Um, oh, yeah. You're going to Horror Hound this weekend? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. In Cincinnati. Literally w getting up at fucking six in the morning. In Cincinnati. Tomorrow you're going, huh? Yes, sir. Nice. And see, I that's really one of the biggest things I'm working on with the channel right now is interviews with people because I just want to talk to them about, you know, them playing these roles, people that I fucking watched growing up. It's like, holy shit, I'm literally talking to you now and asking yeah. you questions about just the cool shit they did in these movies. That's awesome. Um, how, like you were telling me about meeting the nun lady. Oh, yeah. And all the fucking drinks and shit. Tell me, tell, tell me about that again, because that sounded awesome. Oh, my God, dude. So. First off, we went over to her booth, you know, and I was with those dudes. And, we and went over wait, to wait, who is this? Her name is what now? Uh, Bonnie Aarons. Bonnie Aarons, and she plays the nun in the, the yes. nun movies from like a la the, con the Conjuring universe. The yeah, Conjurverse, the is that what you yeah. call it? Yeah, people would call it the, the Conjurverse. Something I like that. that. I don't know. I've, I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen zero of those movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're only because most of them are PG-13 and I'm like... Yeah, they, they, they just hold back just a little bit. There's no doubt about it. And I hate when they do that shit. Yeah. But yeah, we, we met her at her booth, obviously, mm -hmm. whenever they're like, get an autograph. And she truly ended up being probably the coolest person I met there. Like I said, I was so excited to meet Matthew. Outside Lilly. of me? Yes, outside of you, for sure. Okay. For oh, sure, yeah. though. No, I mean, probably right. And uh, But yeah, I just didn't expect her to be that fucking down to earth. And we just, start, we just hit it off instantly, man. Started having a good conversation. But then I saw him, what was it? Maybe it was Saturday night. I saw him coming back in 
I guess they had all been out to eat or something. And then we went into the RIP, you know, the little RIP lounge and everybody fucking poured in there. You had every yeah. single one of the celebrities started uh, coming in there. RIP for those listening is uh, the uh, cute way of saying VIP at <laughs> the horror convention. Instead of saying very important person, it's like rest in peace. You get it. It's cute and stupid. Anyway. Yes, that's exactly right. And then we, yeah, we saw her in there and she, well, I'd, I'd asked her at her booth, like, you know, Hey, would you ever do an interview? Uh, and then she like literally pulled up my fucking channel and she's like, yeah, I think I would do it. But it, it, you know, at first she was kind of like weary, like oh, I'd have to ask my manager that kind of shit, you know how people are. And then when, once mm-hmm. we saw her in there in the room, she just came right up to me. She's like, so how are we going to work this out? And I was like, shit, I mean, I'll get your email or something. She's like, fuck emails. And that's, that's how cool she is. She's like, fuck email. Let me get your number. I was like, oh nice. shit. All right. Yes. Yeah, so you can have my number, you know? And, uh, then we just started hanging out, man. We went to the bar. And drinking gin and tonic, smashing beers, listening to John Wayne, uh, kill some hard metal music over there. I forgot what you sung that night. That's oh, that's right. I, oh, I did Tool Sober. This guy out of that's the That's what it was. was like, <laughs> I thought he was friends with the people out there that I was with. It. So he's like, hey, man, can you do? Uh, I was like, I'll sign up or something. I'm going to go in there. And he's like, dude, can you do Tool? I love Tool. And I was like, yeah, I can do a like, bunch of Tool. Like my band, one of my bands that I used to play with years ago, we covered... Uh, Fucking uh, god damn it! The first great opiate, man. opiate. Uh, we covered okay. that song, but then he was like, "Can you do sober?" And I was like, "Sure, we'll do sober." Um, so that's yeah, that's what I was doing. And then I slammed the guy's mic stand down, and the mic popped off, and then I felt bad. And uh, I don't know how you missed this part though. That also, as I said, everybody was in there, but your fucking boy Roy was in there, dude. Tom Morgan was with us until like eleven thirty that night, drinking did gin he, and tonics. No did fucking he like shit. did he like what he saw or was he like this guy? No, no, I think he enjoyed it, man. We were trying we were about to go up there and sing with him, me and this other guy that like one of the security guard guys. We were trying to get him to sing Love Shack. And we oh, were all gonna Jesus. sing Love Shack with fucking Roy. Could you imagine? But he was he didn't get drunk, but he definitely got to that point where he's like, look guys, I gotta go to bed. And I, you know but we got to hang out with fucking Roy and Bonnie Aarons at the nun or at the bar. I mean, what the hell? She was, yeah, that's fucking amazing. And and those listening, like you guys, everyone that listens know I love Roy. There's no um, qualms about that. And and Tom Morgan is the actor that plays Roy. He was there, and I went in fucking hot on Saturday morning with like my Roy voice. I took the fucking lid off of my fucking thing and like uh, my Rubbermaid deal, and I was like. I'm a Roy boy. We have this sticker like, yeah, man, you're a bad motherfucker. And he was like, you're, you're pretty cool too. And I was like, I know, but you're a badass motherfucker. We love Roy, Roy forever. I told him how I like denounce all Jason's when they cost the cosplay Jason <laughs> and say like, Jason, never Roy forever. And, uh, just talk to him like super, like intensely for maybe like a 45 seconds to a minute. And I was like, all right, man, I'm gonna get back to my booth, but I'll see you. And that was it. Until Sunday, like when it was all closed and you were over there, right? When he came. Yeah, yeah. He, by came over and there. he was talking about John Wayne movies and shit to me, which was very cool. Like he didn't have to do that. I think he was like, ah, this he said some cool. shit about like Iwo Jima or some. I don't know what the fuck he said. It's like some super old movie. That, like, yeah, that was like one of the earliest John Wayne movies. And he said he saw it in the theater. He was doing like one. Of the, I'm so old. Kind of yeah, like, that's what I, he did. <laughs> I saw that in the theater, you know, Um, but he was fucking awesome. And he did like the john wayne voice and shit with me is like and then we traded lines from true grit um and he's fucking roy you know and i was like i told him i was like i have the nika fucking roy figures i love it and he's like thank you very much um he's probably like 
they made, they made a figure of me. No one told yeah, me like, what the fuck. fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind of rights did I sign away? Um, but it's funny. Yeah, I missed he, him at the bar that night, man. He was there with us the whole, at least till like 1130 or so. And you were, I, I, you, was, I think you were singing and doing your thing, but I was on a roll that night. I, I, I'm, you're lucky that we, I met, recognize you that night. And <laughs> we went, we no, went up yeah, to no, I was messed room. up the second time. Like I took you up there with those two people that we met just at the bar. I, I just was like, are you laughing at us? Yeah. Those people, <laughs> they were laughing at the people behind us. And, uh, I just took them up there. I can't remember their names. I mean, I wish I could, sorry, but that was fun. Um, I have no clue. I don't know their names either. Yeah, but I like that. I like to do that kind of shit. That was cool. But yeah, I, I was like, it was Saturday night. I was like, whatever, man. Oh yeah, I had to do. I got fucking I, hammered. If I didn't, I didn't notice Roy. If Roy was there, I hope that he, you know, uh, approved of my doings and my transpirings. But you know, I, I can't apologize. And I <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> All right, there you go. Check out my man Andy. Check out the Andy Smith Horror Show. And please check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Sign up for one of the tiers. And again, you can listen to the this whole episode and all the other episodes. Um, you know, there's almost 90 of them now. I think this was episode 88 or 89. Uh, very cool stuff. Lots of very cool people that I have been uh, fortunate enough to meet and not only that, but friends. So very cool. Uh, any support is appreciated. Uh, thank you guys so much for that. Moving right along to our story portion of the show. Now you, as you know, or do not know if you're new after every convention that I'm at, I do a recap for the story portion and kind of, you know, give you the lowdown of all the adventures we've had, how the convention went, uh, all that kind of stuff, any other things that happened. But this week, you know, like I said, I had to cancel my my uh, Hampton, Virginia appearance. So I was just on my mind, just thinking about like, man, I fucking hate canceling and how that how that kind of uh, shit has always affected me. So I was going to talk about, uh, you know, having to, a few few things that I've had to cancel, uh, you know, ha- throughout my uh, art career i guess especially that that that's those are the things that bother me can't cancel like a, a doctor's appointment or anything something like that but not no having my commitments that i've made and having to cancel them uh has always been something i've hated to do and so i decide that i decided today we'll talk about that since that's something i just had to do uh but we'll go ahead and call this uh we'll call this episode what me cancel So, um, <clears throat> I know I've told some stories back in uh, the the run of this podcast about some of the the band shows that I've had crazy stuff with, and uh, th- lots of lots of stuff like this. And I'm pretty sure while I've talked about this before, it, from it was from a different way. But the first, as um, as you know, uh, I've talked about how um, I talked about this a few weeks ago. How like just not having something booked, not having something, you know, the next show on the books uh, would make me like stress out. If, if we played like, if my band played like the last show that we had booked and we didn't have anything else booked after that, I would be very, very like stressed and anxious about it. And I'd have to get something booked and get a couple things lined up. You know, I just, uh, I, I like to, you know, I want to stay busy. I, I want to say be successful in what I'm doing, you know, keep it going, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, so you can imagine how 
like I talked earlier, just about canceling something like that is one of the commitments I've made, one of the dates I'm supposed to be at, one of the places my band is supposed to play, whatever. Um, to cancel one, something is not something I ever wanted to do and uh, hadn't had to do, um, luckily. But spe- like this was in grand, like the first gig I had to cancel um, was in, and this was like in grand, fa- not in grand fashion, but it, hours before we were supposed to to be there basically um when uh when you know letters to voltron one of my older bands uh that i was in you know we we went through some changes uh like first we were just a two-piece guys fucking around on guitars then we added a drummer and then we added a uh, you know then we had another drummer the sauce who you know that then all became uh our solidified unit there but the drummer we had before sauce was is uh, our buddy named scott and Scott was a great guy, played in other bands uh, that we knew. So he came in and was playing, he played drums uh, for Letters to Voltron as we ch- tried to like, as we were changing the sound, getting a little heavier, doing different things, but still playing the old stuff, having fun. And <clears throat> one time we had this gig um, uh, at this bar called Acadia in the north side of town of Houston. And, um, we like the way we do, you know, that's up there on, in the North side, we had the wizard van at the time, uh, I believe. So we were, yeah. So we were just going to, you know, throw all the gear into the van and drive up there together, uh, for the gig. And so this is also one of those places you have to load in so ridiculously early sometimes where like, especially back then, you know, I would like listen and like, Oh yes, we'll be there at six o'clock. Why? But, um, you know, and then sit around and wait for fucking ever. So it was one of those things where, you know, it's the day of the show. Now we've had practice that week for the show. Everything was fine. Nobody said anything about anything. You know, we just, uh, we're, we're getting ready to go to the show. All right. You know, meet, we're going to meet here at this time to load up and then we'll all go. Cool. Break. See you next, see you Saturday. Um, so this is actually a Friday to be, yeah, it was a Friday night because, uh, we're sitting there, Robbie, gets to my house and uh we start loading in we, we're chatting we're cutting it up and then like you know we notice scott's not there he's running late but we're just you know we, we load everything up and then we try to text him and uh you know he, he doesn't you know get back to us call him he doesn't answer the phone so we're like guys oh, gotta be on his way maybe he's coming from work or something maybe whatever he'll be here and uh so we sit down to like chill out for a while and uh stop sweating because it's so fucking hot, especially when you load, you're loading your van in and out, uh, in the Houston heat and more, more time just started going by to where we were like, where the, where the fuck is he, man? He's gotta be on his way. Right. Did he say anything? He's not meeting us there or something. Is he, is this like, and, uh, you know, Robert's like, I don't think so. I haven't talked to him outside of you outside of when we saw, we had practice. So we start trying to get, get a hold of him another more times. And, calling him and calling him we're getting nothing we're like what the fuck man we tried to call one of his friends uh that we had their number and they didn't answer either and we're like is something wrong like we started that we started getting worried like man what if like is he in the hospital you think or you know the, the police station like what do you what do we do here you know we can't get a hold of anybody he's supposed to be with us uh we're supposed to go play this show i hope that he just come you know gets in touch with us and i think robert's like well let's wait you know i'm sure everything's fine you know there's got to be an explanation he'll get with us let's just just wait for him until we hear 
And uh, more and more time went by to where we were like probably an hour past when we were supposed to load in to the show, which was still early. So it's not like a big deal. Um, you know, we could have showed up 30 minutes before we played or something if we wanted to. But, you know, we, we weren't dicks like that. But we were on the verge of having to kind of be the, those dicks if Scott was going to be any later than he was. So as another half hour ticks by, 45 minutes, we start to realize, like, what what are we going to do? Like, we just, we can't play the show we, we without Scott now. We have to just, should we just cancel? I mean, it's not worth us going up there and, and hoping he's there and all this. And we're just kind of rigmarole back and forth and, and finally decide that, like, okay, we're just going to cancel. And I did not want to do that. I so did not want to. I thought it made us look bad. I was like, God, this is fucking stupid. We're going to look dumb. Like, you know, it's so unprofessional. It's, you know, we're supposed to be at the show right now and we're going to call and cancel, you know, tell them we're not coming basically. Ah, that's going to suck. So I, um, I did. I could have been a little, you know, not a little, uh, yes, I guess it could have been a little passive aggressive bitch about it and just sent the, uh, just sent an email to the booking guy, uh, right then and been like, sorry, we can't come due to unfortunate something. Um, but I called, I actually called up to the club cause I knew he would be there for that show. Called the bar and I said, Hey, can I talk to home, whatever his name was homeboy. And he got on the phone. I was like, man, I'm really sorry, dude, but we have to cancel. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, man. Damn. Uh, okay. There might be another band that wasn't showing up tonight, too. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, dude. We just can't find our drummer. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, I, we don't know where he is. We have no idea. And we have to cancel. We're, I mean, we're, it doesn't look like we're going to find him anytime soon. He's like, all right, man, that sucks, man. I hope everything's okay, but uh, okay, let me let you go. I'm going to have to fig- try to figure something out. So he was like, you know, this is one of those things where you prepare yourself for the worst, and then it's like not a big deal at all. Um, most of the times I've found that that is the case. It was that, that was that it. Like, yeah, he wasn't happy about it, but he also, like, you could tell he probably, you know, he probably has had that happen a lot. Um, and he, is, you know, has to roll with it. It's just, and, and when, the more you play, the more shows you do, you kind of see that that is a little bit of a nature of the thing not the higher up like as the higher level you go up i guess as far as like how much you're you're pursuing professional musician or whatever uh it happens less and less the higher like you know the you play with bands that are more and more together know what they're doing but it does happen so that sucked to have to do i remember like i did the phone call and uh, we are in the, the 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 practice space uh, where we used to practice, and I hung up, and you know I was all mad. Robert could tell, and I I picked up the microphone stand that was like there, and just like chunked it into the drum kit, knocked uh, knocked over all the cymbals and stuff because I was all mad. Now <clears throat> it turns out I have no idea what really happened, but this is what we the story we were told. Scott shows like I think he calls us the next day, and like. Like late and like eleven thirty twelve, I was like, "Oh, dudes, I fuck. I came home from work to take a nap before the show, and then I was gonna come, and I just slept on through and didn't wake up." And I was like, "What? Like what? You know? Okay, really? Like we called your phone a bunch. I don't, I don't know what happened, man. I just slept, and then I just couldn't come. And I'm like, okay, that's a likely story. So, do I believe that that was what happened? No, um, but I do believe that that's what Scott want, wanted us to think that happened. So we just accepted it and moved on." Um, but 
there was another time that he did he couldn't show up for a gig that was out of town. I told that story, um, and Robert and I just went ahead and drove up to Denton ourselves anyway and played the gig uh, together. But that's that's a, a different story because we didn't cancel it. See, like um, we went up and actually fucking did it, and. Um, yeah, but it, that was the first gig I had to cancel and it really fucking sucked, but wasn't as bad as I, I thought. And, and like, it didn't end up in the long run hurting us or making us look, uh, non-professional or don't book those guys. They're a problem. Uh, nothing like that. Another time I had, to, I, a band related cancelization was when I was playing in, uh, the band harem festival for a while and I was, you know, when I, I like, I wasn't always the singer in the band, so I, like, I became the singer in that band. But it was also a learning pro- process for me. There's a learning curve for everything, and I was learning how to control my voice, learning how to do all, to, how to basically do it, you know, while I was doing it. And I, I had these couple of times. They only happened. I, I want to say it happened three times in my life during this period, and I don't know what it was i, I want to say maybe i guess i was i'd strained something in my voice at, at, at some in some way to where i just completely lost my voice like gone 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 no whispering nothing like just like nothing you could get nothing to come out no no words so that happened to me like i said three times i had no idea what what caused it or what i did um I'm imagining it was like just kind of like some build up, something built up for me, like not breathing correctly or using my vocal cords incorrectly. And then it just would all break down, you know, when it was too much. Uh, But it was so weird. I also was like, is this like a psychosomatic thing? Because it was so bizarre that this particular time, um, we were playing uh, Harem Festival. We were booked. We were supposed to play at this place called uh, Gary Spot. Shouts out, Gary, if you're listening. Um, good guy. Great bar. Uh, very cool spot. And uh, this dude that was the booking agent at the time, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, he booked all the shows. And it was hard. Like, that place got hot, man. And it was hard to get shows there, you know, after a while um, because everyone wanted to play there. And it was, a you know, they had good shows. So... When you did get in, uh, you didn't want to, of course, fuck it up or cancel. So, you know, then you go down to the bottom of the list of priorities again or whatever. Uh, all those things go through your mind. But we're like at the the band practice place, you know, where, or we're at where we practice and I have zero voice. Like not, I can't even make any sounds. So I text the guy because I can't call him. Uh, directly, I'm like, hey man, I don't know what happened, but I have zero voice uh, for some reason. I cannot talk, so unfortunately, we're gonna have to cancel the show uh, tonight. I'm just so sorry. I know it's last minute, sucks. And he like immediately fires back. He's like, what? No, 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 you can't cancel. I've had too many bands cancel on me lately. I can't have any more. You gotta come play the show. And I was like, but I have no voice at all. I cannot talk. I can't even talk to call you on the phone right now. And he's like, you're going to have to figure something out, man. You can't cancel. You can't cancel on me tonight. I was like, um, okay. So I'm like showing the other two guys the response in the band. They're like, oh. and I'm like, should we, you know, I don't know if I'm like signing or writing on a board. Should we just play instrumental? And they're like, I guess. And so we, I asked him that. And I said, hey, we'll show up and play instrumental. 
and he was like, great, we'll see you here. Click, like not click because it was text, but I imagine the, the click in my mind. And we went and did the show, but I mean, like I couldn't talk and it, it sucked because I, now all these songs are songs I sing and now they're written as such and we're just playing the music for them and, and trying to throw flourishes in or whatever. But it, uh, it was just very odd. And I remember like, it was, I, I was getting very frustrated because there was like people there, like friends and stuff uh, were all there because I think we were playing with some other bands that we knew and everyone was talking and laughing at one point and I couldn't say anything. I couldn't like interject or, or do a quip or ask a question, nothing. Cause I had no, nothing, no voice. And I was so like, Oh, but here's the thing. This is why I don't know what the fuck was ever up with this. Do the, sh- do the show, play it. I'm out late, you know, whatever, put all my shit away, go home, go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. Oh, 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 Pavarotti, for some reason, voice is back. Not like, hey, I think I'm getting my voice back. Just like, hey, my voice is back, baby. It's like that. No scratchiness, no like, oh, I, it hurts, but it's coming. It, it's so fucking bizarre. And all three times that I lost my voice like that, that's exactly how it came back. It came back just like that. There was no gradual, no nothing, but I didn't have pain. It wasn't like it was I had a sore throat or it was like scratchy. It was so fucking weird. That's why I think it might have been psychosomatic or it might have been like some kind of alien uh, autopsy thing. Maybe I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe we'll never know. But uh, yeah, I, that was another time I tried t- to cancel something and, and they were like, you shan't, you shan't cancel. No, no, you cannot cancel. So I didn't, I, uh, I stayed, but I, I'm so fiercely like loyal and I, I want to make, make all my commitments that, that I put out there. So it's always, always fucking tough to have to cancel something, um, especially when it's, it has to do with what your, your craft. So it does suck that I had to cancel this weekend for Hampton, uh, Virginia, and I am sorry, but I'll be back next time. It was for the best. Sometimes we must do uh, the things we do not want to do in life and love and La Bamba. All right, there you go. Hey, what, me, cancel? No, at least I don't want to. So thank you guys for checking out uh, the show. I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, please go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs, wants, and desires. Uh, look at the show's page there to see all the rest of my dates. Um, there's going to be a, there's a couple new ones added, uh, a couple of markets I'm on in October and December that are going to go up. Uh, this just in, oh, I will be vending um, up at the Gas Monkey Garage uh, on October 1st with Patrick C. Harrison III from uh, Death's Head Press. He and I are going to be tabling at the Cradle of Filth show, and it is going to be awesome. Uh, we just got that confirmed. So that'll be up on there, so check that out at the show's page. Also at johnwinisdead.com, you can go to the shop and get books, and I will sign them, and I will send you extra goodies and you know T-shirts and records, all that stuff. But, of course, all of my books are available on Amazon, Kindle, wherever you get books from, Barnes & Noble, Noble Boss, Biba Libu, Baba Daba, anywhere you get books, get my books, and I appreciate any support and however you get them uh, is most, most appreciated. Um, yeah, so check that out, and be sure to check me out on Amazon everything instagram twitter tiktok at john wayne is dead and facebook is just my name john wayne communale i will see you guys in maryland next week uh for a full report and i will give it to you and goodbye <laughs>